counsellor or a psychotherapist wanting to attract more clients more simply, then you, lovely person, are in the right place. Because I'm here to help you navigate marketing and remove any confusion and overwhelm that you might feel. Oh, and ditch that critical, nagging inner voice too. So each week I'll offer you inspiration, motivation and practical advice so you can get your marketing done and then get on with your life. I'm Jane Travis and welcome to the Grow Your Private Practice show. It's great to have you here. Hi and welcome back. And if it's your first time here, it's really great that you've found us. Hope you're having a good day. Now I'm... I'm recording this really at stupid o'clock. I woke up this morning for some reason at five o'clock and I was just wide awake. So I thought, well, I could try and force myself to get back to sleep and then feel groggy all day. Does that happen to you? Or I could actually just get up and do something. So I got up and did something. And, you know, there's something about getting up so early that's, that's actually quite nice. Everything's so quiet. Everything's so peaceful. And also, you know, you get the chance to see the sun come up. So, you know, as I'm talking to you now, it's still dark outside. In fact, it's pitch black outside. It's very, very dark. But I know that, you know, over time, I'm going to start to see the sun come up. And it's absolutely beautiful. There's something about it that's nice. I don't want to do this all the time. Don't get me wrong. But when I consider what sort of a teenager I was, I was definitely that teenager who who just stayed in bed the whole time. It's such a difference now to know that I enjoy getting up early. Not always this early, but I enjoy getting up early. Anyway, I digress. Let's talk about what I'm here to talk about. So let me just tell you a little story. Some time ago, I ran the Lincoln Counselors Network. And this was basically the chance for therapists in the area to meet up and connect with peers. And I used to love it. We used to get together once a month. We either have had a subject that we talked about or I'd get a guest to come in and share their expertise on something. And uh, we'd have coffee and we'd have a chat. And then even better than that, we'd go for lunch. So it was like a really nice social occasion. And yeah, really loved it. Now, from time to time, I'd contact other local therapists to invite them along, you know, to get keep seeing new people, get fresh faces in and get it to grow. So I'd look through directories or I'd fire up Google and I'd make a list of people to call and I'd, con- you know, give them a ring and invite them to come along. But do you know what? I can't tell you how often I'd call and there wouldn't be an answer and the phone would just keep on ringing and ringing and ringing. Or there wouldn't be an answer, but then a generic answer phone message would come on and it click on it. It'd be like some random woman or a, a bot that would leave the message. And I never used to leave a message because I didn't really know if I'd found the right person. So, you know, I, I don't think it really matters if it's a friend or someone you know that's calling you. But if you've got potential clients that are calling you, then, you know, I think we need to do something else. So, you know, because imagine this, you're feeling really troubled, you're struggling and you need some help. So you've been browsing the web to find a therapist that you like the look of, you know, one that's got experiencing, you know, the issues that you're dealing with and also seems approachable and warm. 
But even if you find somebody that, you know, that you think would be a good fit, it can take a while to pluck up the courage to call that number, can't it? I'm sure I'm not the only person who's had the phone number of a counsellor in my purse thinking, right, I'll phone them. And that it's there for quite a few weeks. Sometimes it can be there for a few months before you actually really pluck up the courage to go and take that actual step. So by the time you get to dial that number, you're already, you know, you've you've reached that point. Maybe you're still nervous. Maybe your hands are shaking. Maybe you pick the phone up and then put the phone back down again because you feel too nervous. But eventually you pluck up the courage to ring and have a chat and make an appointment. So can you imagine if the phone just rings out and nobody answers? Or can you imagine if... There's no answer, and then that generic mobile phone message clicks on. I mean, what would that be like? How would that feel? I mean, it would just be awful, wouldn't it? All that anxiety and plucking up the courage to, it's a little bit like a door slamming in your face, I think. So, you know, consider this would you leave a message not really knowing if your confidential, personal stuff is going to get to the right person? Well, you know, I wouldn't. I I wouldn't leave a message under those circumstances. So I'd feel a bit let down. And then I'd probably just go to the next person on my list because people tend to have a short list, don't they? So the thing about this is you could be losing clients without ever knowing it. And we don't want that to happen. Because first impressions really, really matter. Your client is looking for a safe place to go and talk through their difficulties with somebody who's a professional. And it's the job of the therapist, it's our job to make this process as easy and as welcoming for them as is possible. So if their first impression of you isn't a good one, it has an impact. And the The consequences of that is they might just, like I say, go to the next person on their list. You don't want that to happen. You know, your clients need to know that if they leave a voicemail message, it's going to get to the right person and that it's going to be confidential, that only you're going to hear what they say. So look, you work hard to get clients. It takes time, money and effort. So it makes sense that if a client wants to use your services, like I say, which for some people takes a whole lot of courage to pluck to pluck up to pluck up the can't say it, to pluck up the courage to pick up the phone. Really, it's important that you provide an amazing experience for them. So I'm going to share with you six really simple ways that you can improve your voicemail message so that you can increase the chances of them actually leaving a message and then going on to become a client with you. And the first thing is have a dedicated phone that's just for your business. Now, when I was a counsellor, this wasn't really an option for me because my memories back then was that it would be far too expensive. It just was an expensive thing to do. But do you know what? It's not expensive to get a mobile phone and a SIM-only pay-as-you-go deal. In fact, I just fired up Google and I found a basic phone because you don't need a fancy phone. It just needs to be a really basic phone that just, you know, you can use to take calls on. And this really basic phone included £10 credit. So the phone with the £10 credit was just £14.99. And because it's pay-as-you-go, that could last you literally for months and months. 
And with a dedicated phone, your voicemail message can be really specific to your private practice. And this also has the bonus of really making it easy to switch off from work for the day so you get a better work-life balance. So you finish your day's work, you can go and put your phone away somewhere. When you just use the same phone as your own personal phone, it means that if somebody phones you in the evening or at the weekend, nine times out of ten, you're just going to answer it. And that really starts, you know, making those boundaries a lot more fuzzy. So yeah, that's that's something to consider. So the second thing is what to say in your voicemail message. Now, your voicemail message should be short and clear and to the point. You need to confirm that they've reached the right place, they've reached the right person, and to let them know that the message that they're going to leave is going to be confidential. So, of course, make sure that it is. And you also need to let them know what action that you want them to take next. So speak slowly and speak clearly, especially if you've got an accent. And as I say, keep it really short. I would practice saying this out loud a few times before you record it. So an example of a really simple voicemail message could be something like, Hi, you've reached the confidential voicemail of Jane Travis, therapist. I cannot answer your call at the moment, so please leave your name, phone number and a short message and I'll return your call as soon as possible. Thank you. So yeah, that's just really, really short and to the point. Now, depending on who you work with, you may wish to include some instructions of what to do if they're in a crisis. So like visit their GP or call the Samaritans or go to the emergency department at the hospital or call 999. So you could direct them to a crisis page on your website that has contact details of, you know, helplines on, and you could make it really simple for them to find. So if you're going to make a page, you could make it have the URL of www.yourname.co.uk slash crisis. So then on your voicemail message, you can say, and if you're in crisis, then check out you know, www.yourname.co.uk slash crisis for details of how to get help right now. And there's a really, I've got a really good example from the website of Mind, you know, Mind the um, Mental Health Charity. So what I'll do is I'll put a link to that around this recording to give you some inspiration. So yeah, have a look at that. The next thing is to make sure that on your voicemail message that you are friendly and professional. And it's important to sound both friendly and professional. I think that sometimes we can feel that we've got to be professional and that can accidentally make us come across as a little a little more starchy. <laughs> so, you know, you want to really make sure that you're being warm here. So some tips for that are when you record the message stand up because this is going to make you sound a lot more confident and smile when you're talking. So smiling is going to soften the voice and it's going to give a warmth to your message that is, it really makes a difference. So just, you know, remember to smile. 
And, you know, next is to make sure that you check your voicemail regularly. Like I say, some clients are going to have a short list of people that they want to call. So you might not be the only one that they're considering. So if you make sure that you check your messages regularly and reply as soon as you possibly can, it means that you're going to, you know, you you're going to stand a better chance of getting them as a client because it's really frustrating to discover that you've lost a client because you weren't quick enough to get back to them. So don't do that. So get back to them as soon as you possibly can. Now, something else to consider, and this is especially for people that either, you know, work full time as a counsellor or have another job and work, you know, long hours because it might not be easy to stay on top of this. So if that sounds like you, it could be worth considering using a call answering service. So basically, this is like having a receptionist that answers your calls and takes messages. Now, if you don't have many clients, if you manage to answer your phone most of the time, then this wouldn't really be necessary. But, you know, if you are somebody that that works long hours and isn't available to answer the phone very often, this could be an option. Now, there are many, many different services out there and they're all at different price ranges. And you can also get some that are specifically for health service providers. So they're going to have a better understanding of the need for confidentiality. So some questions to consider asking if you contact somebody is, ask what sort of training the people receive and also how they handle confidentiality. You need to know that they've got, you know, a good a good handle on that. And finally, and it probably doesn't need to be it probably doesn't need to be said, but password protect your voicemail. So make sure that you can protect both yourself and your clients by adding a password to your voicemail. Okay, so there you go. That was six really simple ways that you can improve your voicemail message and hopefully encourage more people to leave a message so that you can then start making contact with them and hopefully they'll go on to be a client. So it's action time, time to take action. So my challenge to you is to look at the process that you have at the moment about how clients contact you and think about how you can make it as simple and as user-friendly as possible. And look, if you want to get a bit more help with this, if you want some more help with giving a great first impression, check out episode 78, which is called Why Smooth Onboarding Helps the Therapy Process. And that's with guest Kim Simmons. Now, Kim is a VA, so that's a virtual assistant. So it's like a PA, really. So Kim is a VA and she works specifically with counsellors. So, you know, she knows the the process that counsellors need to go through. And I'll put a link somewhere around this podcast so you can go and have a listen to that. Because remember, you know, you can't help people if they can't contact you. So make it easy. Make it so that they can contact you. Do not lose that client. And if you need some help attracting more client inquiries, then check out the Grow Your Private Practice membership where you'll discover how to attract more clients more simply. Just go to growyourprivatepractice.co.uk for more details. Okay, that's it. That's all for this week. And now when I look out, we now have a sunrise. What I now have outside of my window is a beautiful sunrise that's all pinks and oranges. It's still dark. So there's still the silhouettes of trees and bushes at the front of it, but it looks 
amazing. So maybe every now and again, it's worth getting up early and just checking that out. Okay, that's it for this week. And remember to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Have an absolutely fantastic week and I look forward to speaking to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this, then please subscribe to the show. And while you're there, I'd love it if you could leave me a big, shiny five-star review. Bye.